0: Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Cam Stewart with your Fantasy Sports News Up. A big move in the NFL today. The Kansas City Chiefs have acquired Frank Clark from the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle trading the defensive start of the Chiefs in exchange for a first-round pick. That's number 29 overall and a 2020 second-round pick. The teams also swapped third-rounders. Clark and the Chiefs then signed a five-year deal worth $105 million, $63.5 million guaranteed. Clark was a second-round pick in 2005 and one of the NFL's best pass rushers, with 22 sacks over the past two seasons. Seattle now has two picks in the first round of Thursday's draft. The Arizona Cardinals still keeping things under wraps prior to Thursday's draft. Arizona has yet to contact teams about quarterback Josh Rosen, and they haven't decided on the number one overall pick as well, according to the NFL Network. The cards and general manager Steve Keim haven't informed Tyler Murray or Rosen of their intention. We're just two days away from the draft in Nashville. Stick here on Fantasy Sports Radio. We got you covered from the draft night cover to cover front to back the los angeles chargers have exercised the fifth year option on defensive end joey bosa bosa was selected third overall in 2016 and has two years left on his rookie deal he's going to make 720k in base salary this season then way up to 14.36 million in 2020 bosa now 23 years old has 28 and a half sacks and five force fumbles in three years and kicker Robbie Gould says he wants out of San Francisco. He told the team that he won't negotiate or sign a long-term deal with the Niners. Game 7's amazing. We got two of them in the NHL playoffs tonight. Things get going in Boston just after 7 o'clock as the Bruins host the rival Maple Leafs. Bruins laying 40 cents total, 5.5 in this hockey game. Next game of the double bill has San Jose hosting Vegas at 10 o'clock. This line climbing was a pick Now Sharks minus 120 total set at 6. Lots of NBA playoff action on the card tonight. Four games on tap. The Toronto Raptors and Magic tip off just after seven. The Raps have won three straight after dropping the opener. They're 11.5-point favorites over under 206. Toronto wins. They move on. Next, Philly and Brooklyn. The Sixers, nine-point favorites over under 230. Philly leading the best of seven, three to 3-1. They move on with a win. Next, San Antonio and Denver. One series that won't end tonight. Denver, minus five and a half over under 211 this series tied at two in the final game of the night four games in the nba busy one at 10 30 portland hosting okc the blazers laying four total 221 portland up three to one in that series the phoenix Suns have fired coach igor kokoskov just after one season there one afternoon game in major league baseball and the tigers exploding they lead the boston red sox seven to three in the bottom of the ninth inning very busy night on the diamond let's get to it at 6 10 miami and cleveland indians minus 230 total seven and a half lopez versus carrasco at 640 we have atlanta taking on cincy braves 20 nine and a half gossman and gray three games at 705 arizona at pittsburgh the pirates minus 115 total eight weaver versus williams white Sox 145 at baltimore total nine and a half nova and cashner san francisco and toronto interleague play jays 20 cent favorites total eight and a half Samarja and Thornton three more games at 7 10 p.m. Eastern Kansas City at Tampa Bay the Rays minus 200 total eight Bailey versus Stanek game two of the doubleheader Detroit and Boston Red Sox minus 190 over under nine Turnbull and Velasquez Philly at the New York Mets Mets minus 135 total eight and a half Eflin and Wheeler 745 Milwaukee and the Cardinals Cardinals minus 129 Davies versus Ponce de Leon he's in for Waka 805 Los Angeles and the Cubs, Cubs 115 over under eight. Maida and Quintana, 810. Minnesota and Houston Astros, 145 nine. Panetta and Miley, 840. Washington minus 130 at Colorado, 10. Corbin versus Hoffman, he's in for Freeland, and three more at 1007. We got the Yankees minus 115 at the Angels, Herman versus Stratton. Texas and Oakland, A's minus 150 over under eight. Lynn versus Montas, and the last game, Seattle and San Diego Padres laying 130 total eight. Swanson. Versus Marja Vicious. Stick around, everybody. I'm Cam Stewart, Gabe morenzi host Red Heat and Rage Radio. We got George Kurtz and a whole lot more Game 7 talk and lots of picks. So stick around. Red Heat and Rage Radio
1: coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game, Game time device. decisions. All right, let's roll. Game time
2: decisions ready for Radio Fantasy Sports a Radio Network. I am Gabriel Baradzee. throwing it down with the raging redhead. Cam Stewart. Uh, we're stacked. A lot of puck talk on the program uh, today. George puck, Kurtz. A lot of pucks. George Kurtz will step up and in and join us. We've got the Prez. The Prez. uh wager wager talk. Hello, the Prez. Yeah, returns Lawrence Presman uh, returns uh, to the program uh, normally joins us on the morning show but to uh, throw it down with us I guess he's a fired up I believe he is a Toronto Maple Leaf uh, fan and uh, I spoke with Jeremy Roedick, uh this morning so uh, JR not JR uh, J. Jim Ross the other JR Jeremy we uh, will replay the conversation we had with JR at uh, 540 today
0: sounds good who's he like tonight um, well, I could tell
2: people right now where they could tune in at 5:40. Ah,
0: okay, yeah, we'll leave it as a teaser. Sure. Sounds good. Yeah. Hey, well, your okay. fir- your first your first day in the business, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to know who he's betting on, Gabe. That's all. Going to be a big night tonight. Lots of people walking around in jerseys and uh, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, people scared though. Not uh, not totally confident in this one leaving it to game 7, but what else is Marenzi? This is the way it is. Always seems to go down to the wire with the Bruins and Leafs.
2: I don't see. Yeah, I understand why Toronto Maple Leaf fans aren't very confident. They've been down this road before. They've lost three straight uh, Game Sevens. Um, Babcock's lost three uh, Game Sevens. Uh, I see that Babcock's just three and six in his career in Game Sevens, Cam. But this is something that's interesting, actually. Um, The last fifty-four Game Sevens in the National Hockey League. You know what the the home and away record is? It's uh, surprising.
0: 54 games. I'm going to say the road team has won 28 of them. It's 27 and 27. Wow. Right on the
2: number. Yeah. So we often talk about how home ice really doesn't mean as much. And for some reason, a lot of teams play better on the road. And they play that classic road game, Cam. As you know, attention to detail, dump the puck, nothing fancy. And teams get caught up, man. I don't know why they're professional athletes. It shouldn't matter, but they do. They get caught up when they're on home ice. One too many passes. Power plays become too cute. Um, it, it's just like if you're trying to impress somebody and you're thinking about outside forces, uh, then you're probably you know, you're not going to perform at the same level. You have the other distractions. There's a reason why a lot of teams, when they play at home in the playoffs, at least smart ones. and I don't know about the Toronto Maple Leafs, what they're doing uh, with this. A lot of times, Cam, teams will stay in hotels, or at least some hardcore teams will. Like, uh, like the Montreal Canadiens, I know they don't go home and stuff. Like they they're staying together at like a complex when they're in the playoffs. They don't want outside distractions. They don't want Instagram like models and hot girlfriends around and kids exactly. and all. You have those tickets and it's a pain in the ass. Like it's focused. And Ronick brought that up. He said when you're on the road. He said, "No disrespect, but there's there's no one else around. You don't have to worry about anything. And there's a lot of we talk about it, dude. Teams always lose that first game uh, back, right, from road trips. People forget, like their their
0: problems
2: bills. Yeah, like some of these Friends. guys. There's a few dudes that are mega stars that don't worry about this stuff, but that's a rarity. Yep. you know, like Bryce Harper's not looking at his cell phone bill and stuff." Other guys, typical guys on the out. Toronto Blue Jays are, right? They're like, oh, yeah. God, I got to it's kill. true.
0: He's got a lot of young guys who are social media mavens, and I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Clayhawk, shut up. Don't well, worry. You know, on online is after the game. He's how playing. great he is all the time. I know. Dickens. Clayhawk.
2: iHeart Radio now on YouTube. I'm Gabriel Beretzi. A couple of Game Sevens on the board. We've got elimination games on tap tonight in the Association, uh, Major League Baseball. I was just at the sportsbook earlier, and it's funny because uh, since it was like um, it was an unexpected game, it really wasn't in the rotation, and I guess um, Fanduel only got it up like. Literally like when it started, sort of in-game. When I got there, there was a bunch of people in line crying that they didn't have the Red Sox game. And they said, hang in there. It was an added game. We're going to have it up in a couple of minutes. People were bitching left and right, man. And everyone in line, they were all wanting to play the Red Sox and parlays. <laughs> and I told the guy, and he, he goes, man, this sucks. And I sort of heard a muttering to one of the ticket takers. He's like, this sucks. He goes, they're going to pitch all day about this now. And he's like, uh, like the manager, he's like, these guys are going to pitch all day. And I said, yo, what happened? You didn't get the Red Sox? He goes, no, I don't know what happened. He goes, uh, he goes, they told us that they're sending it any minute, the line type thing. And they're going to post in line. And I said, that's too bad for you. Because I said, it looks like every, uh, I said, every public, uh, I said, every uh, poly public guy in the room here wants to bet the Sox. I said, the Tigers are going to win. Yep. And. I was at the ticket booth, and some dude, I don't even know, a brother came up to me. He goes, yo, man, what do you think about this Red Sox-Tiger game? He goes, everybody's betting the Red Sox, but I think the Tigers are going to beat them. Red Sox suck. And I'm like, dude, whenever the whole room's on somebody, the other team always wins. He got it in at plus 250. They posted it. He goes, I got it in at plus 250. I see the Tigers are up 7-4 right now, Cam.
0: Yeah, they just won. It's a final, Marenzi. And uh, one smart thing I did, I got absolutely crushed in baseball last night. Uh, with bullpens and uh, yeah I took a shot with the Tigers got to stay on the course and got them uh, live at plus 270 and uh, that was nice very small play but a great way to start the day Uh, yeah I took it when the game was tied and uh, yeah people were uh, betting the Red Sox left right and center man I got smoked in baseball last night but we're gonna stay the course and just take the dogs and feed the public buddy you said it man everybody and their mother on these sites Red Sox Red Sox it was almost like a 90% consensus and really what have they done while well, you beat Tampa Bay in a weekend series. Other than that, it's been a pretty bad season. So kudos to the Tigers. I hope uh, your buddy won some money, too. Let's bring in uh, George Kurtz
2: uh, right now. And uh, I'll tell you what, uh, George, this American League uh, East is uh, quite the uh, it's quite the spectacle uh, so far. I guess, you know, spectacles being kind, I guess you'd call it train wreck. <laughs> to be honest, it's a miracle the Yankees are 12 and 10, considering they still have more uh, people on the injured reserve list than they do wins so far.
4: Has that Yankee game ended from last night yet? Is it over? <laughs> I guess they won. It yeah, ended at won. 3 a.m. 3 a.m. But, yeah, the Yankees, uh, that, that game, I watched that game, guys. That game was terrible. Neither team could hit. I think the Yankees ended up with, what, 14 innings and five hits. Did you stay hit, up for the oh entire game? Yeah, I'm stupid like that. I'm a <laughs> Yankee fan, so I watched the game. And you had no had money, money on it? I had money on it as well. I did, oh, but you it was a small okay. amount. Oh, yeah. It was a okay, small no, amount. Still- Nothing that would keep me up.
2: But still, I was going to state that's ultimate fandom, Cam, if you stay up till 3 in the morning with no money on it.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. I can't do that. Have to have money on it. Can't lie, Gabe.
2: (laughs) You know, it's funny, though. I'm different (laughs) than people. Like, I was all fired up for that Leave Bruin game on Sunday. I told you, I fell asleep during it. Yeah. Like, I'm at the point in my life where I've gambled enough money. I've actually slept through, like, $2,000 bets and stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I could watch a game, have $2,000 on it sort of like uh sort of you know what i mean and no i'm nodding off and like not worried like oh i gotta stay up i have two thousand dollars i'm like yeah whatever i'm not up i'm like i'll wake up instinctively when i have yeah. to you know what i mean whatever, i sort of whatever know.
0: happens is gonna happen too right yeah so, you know we've been down I that spend, road before
2: i spend a lot of sundays dozing in and out with a lot of money on, on the line sometimes like you fall asleep for a couple of minutes like It's like, oh, God, I don't know what happened at the end of that game. And it's that scary, you know, logging on to a sports website like ESPN or something. Oh, what's the score? (laughs) Like, I hate that feeling. (laughs) You're waiting, waiting for the score uh, to pop up. But, all right, we're not going to talk too much baseball. It's Game 7 day today in the National Hockey League. And it sounds cliche, but it's true. Nothing beats a Game 7 in the National Hockey League.
4: Absolutely not, man. I mean, we we got two tonight, one tomorrow, and I know you guys are Maple Leaf fans, but uh, I'm rooting for overtime oh, whoa, as whoa, well. Whoa,
0: whoa, whoa! I'm not a Maple Leaf fan. No, he's not, Gabe. Uh, George, just me, just me. Murrenzi no, doesn't he cares, uh, like Maple Leafs. Leafs. Yeah, I don't like the oh, Bruins. Can't... I'm pulling for the Leafs, but no, I'm not a yeah. Leaf. Yeah, yeah. There we go. That's uh, I like that. I
2: supporter. do like the Leafs though. I'm a Leaf. Uh, I'm a Leaf uh, observer, sympathizer, observer. Uh, supporter. Observer.
4: It's a uh, okay, we'll go with that. Uh, anyway, it's sort I, I want uh, game seven. I want no, overtime. No, you know what? It's sort overtime. of like, like a gang, like when you're not
2: really initiated. I'm an associate of the Leafs. Yes. I associate with
4: people in the Leafs. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting way to uh, to go about yeah, it. I want overtimes tonight, though. I want I want double overtime tonight. i want to see can't have a heart attack watching the Leafs uh, tonight. Yeah. Uh, oh. I almost had one yesterday with
0: Dallas. That was one of the best game six I've ever seen. Like, if you don't like hockey, like just even tune into the third period in overtime there. These guys are flying out there. They're killing each other. Like,
4: what a game, man. That Dallas-Nashville game was amazing amazing overtime playoff hockey is sick it's just sick because you're worried about every little bounce if you're a fan if you have money every little bounce you are a dumping you're worried about oh my god it's going to hit the glass and go in the net i mean uh it's it's crazy how it, how you feel if you're a fan or if you have money if any kind of rooting interest overtime playoff hockey will literally i mean it'll make your blood pressure go up 100 points
2: yeah you're on the edge of your seat if we can yank can we get uh, george's uh level uh a little uh a little louder right. yesterday. It seemed like blue. It was a little low too. Either that yeah. or, uh, yeah. or uh, yeah, or start yelling. Hurts. Um You know, like you mentioned overtime. I I legitimately would not be surprised if overtime is in the cards here uh, tonight. We have two games. I think it's potential for both games to go to overtime this evening. I agree. I think one of them probably will. Toronto, Boston, sort of seemed destined uh, to go to overtime almost. And, and Vegas and San Jose has just been such an unpredictable series, Cam, in which the Vegas San Jose series has almost been whoever everybody thinks is going to lose that night wins. Yep. You know what I mean? Everyone was on Vegas in the first game. Oh, San Jose won. Like, and that was like, oh, San Jose, they're done, man. They're finished. And oh, then, boom, San Jose wins a couple of games to come
0: back. Like, no one's ever really had a big handle on this series. You're right, Gabe, and I've been switching back and forth in this series too, and it's been it's been good on both sides, Vegas sides and San Jose. But I'm actually going to stick with San Jose in Game Seven at uh, at home. I really like what I've seen out of Martin yeah. Jones. It's absolutely insane. But uh, I think uh, Vegas outplayed them the last game at home. But there's something about San Jose. There's something about the veterans on that team, uh, Meyer. You know, they they have so many guys on their team that have just really shown up and. I think Jones has confidence now, and the return of uh, Mark Edward Vlasic to help Carlson, who's obviously hurt on the back end for San Jose, is very, very big for them. Vegas has the speed compared to San Jose. San Jose, I think, though, the veteran presence, the revenge factor, guys, I'm going to take San Jose laying 15 or 20 cents tonight, and uh,
4: I think they'll get it done at home. Should be a classic, though. They've shown a lot of heart, Kurtz, coming back. Well as Cam said, I mean, uh, you could see what the game plan was for the Golden Knights last game. It was to throw every piece of rubber they possibly could at Martin Jones. Because they were waiting for the, the bad goal of him to fall apart and he didn't. You know, that's why that's why yeah. they shot him two to one. You watch the game, a lot of the I think they had fifty eight shots, but probably a, a third, maybe forty percent of those shots were, you know, shots that you or I would say. They're not they're not dangerous shots. They were looking for rebounds, they were looking for they were looking for Jones to screw it up. He didn't. Can he do it again? You know, I have my doubt, but it is at home for San Jose. But Jones has played two big games in a row now. You know, and this is why you, I guess you, you played hard all season, right, to get that home game, game seven at home. I think San Jose is the better team, the better overall team. But I don't trust Martin Jones. I just don't. I see where Cam's going with it, but I'm not going to touch this game betting-wise. Not the uh, not the game itself. Maybe i will go for an over or an under. But I'm not touching the game. I, I know he's played two good games in a row, but I can't trust Martin Jones. Total's too high at six. Um if there's
2: hockey gods, if you if you want to put it in these terms, Cam, really, if you think about this, who deserves to win this? The, the Toronto Maple Leafs have been a better team than the Bruins. Like they they they've been better, but Boston have found a way to even this up. But you know, the Bruins and Marchand's just such a dickhead, and City of Boston for <laughs> so so successful? Toronto deserves the bone here. The Leafs haven't won a playoff series in 15 years. Meanwhile, (laughs) San Jose are always a day late dollar short. This Vegas team won the Cup last year. Their fans are already spoiled. If there's hockey gods, Toronto and San Jose win tonight. That's who I'm betting on. Network as the countdown is on a couple of uh, massive game sevens tonight, but let's be real. The only uh, game seven that matters tonight is the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Boston Bruins. So George Kurtz, you said earlier um, that unlike you guys, and listen, I, I'm pulling for the Leafs, um, but I'm not, I'm not a Toronto Maple Leaf fan per se, but you said that uh, you are pulling for the Toronto Maple Leafs this evening as well. What is Colonel Kurtz's selfish reason?
4: <laughs> no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to I'll see a good game but I, I can't pull for the Maple Leafs I'm an Islander fan okay I really do want to see Tavares we lose rivals. in the first round
2: Islanders yeah T- rivals. Tavares
4: Tavares Tavares you know remember that that like player who left the Islanders last year remember him and mean they sort of yeah. all rivals last time they played in the playoffs that was a nasty series Back with uh, Mike, oh, yeah. Michael Michael got hurt. What uh, Jarzy Tucker right? taking him out and that sort of thing. Right. I wouldn't have lost of, rivals. Don't get hate. me wrong. Lots that hate. that's not the reason. It's it's all about Tavares. I want to see the Islanders go further than Tavares.
2: Um, <laughs> okay, no, I, I get that. Yeah, yeah, we the, we don't need you. We don't need you. Um, the New York Islanders. I forgot about them. And when they you know, they haven't played in like a month. Um. So the Islanders are going to be very well rested. Um they'll be playing at the Barclays in the second round, but of course they get the winner of the Capitals and Hurricanes.
4: Yeah, I mean uh, listen, I don't like I wish the NHL would recede. You know, I I think once again it's kind of silly well yeah, in two years. Hurricanes they will. Oh, yeah, the players are already bitching about it. They're, they're going to yeah. do a lot of changes. Get, they're going to get rid of the uh, playoff system for now. But pick are the always gonna play the Canes or the Capitals? I would love that. I would love that. would be so much fun. I so much fun. Because <laughs> I'd love to see a general manager. You know, you pick, You pick. You pick let's say you pick the Canes. Pick oh, Tampa. you want to pick the Canes and you lose? Come on, there's going to be so much pressure. You so think, much pressure. You
2: guys think that a league... It says nothing no, about anything. It'll, it'll never happen. Oh, it says low, 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 lower body injury, upper, yeah, like like coach is going to be calling teams out and stuff. Come on, man. What is this? MTV? It's a reality TV show. No one's like, well, how does pick your opponent stuff start anyways? like.
0: Yeah, we talked about happen. it afternoon. Yeah, we like it, Gabe. Uh, I don't care if I was commissioner, pick your opponent. What is it, it would it be Arena Football League it feels like hey well, well the I nhl know? is sort of like and it's cheating itself so stupid league. anyway you might as well pick your opponent it's better than the system they got it's a joke right, right now but they screw everything else up why not yeah
2: um basically yeah you know, like you like you guys said there's uh i saw basically like 48% of the players which is still less than half um want to change the playoff format there's not a huge there is and there isn't they sort of get it they know it's stupid but um Seattle's coming into the league not next year, but the year after. So basically, if they changed it now, they would change it for one year, and then they'd have to rejig it once again with Seattle coming in. So I think you'll see it next year once again the same format, and then after, I don't know what format they'll go to after. But I think I think they've heard the bitching and complaining from from the 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 teams that you know you're a three seed and you're playing a five a two seed or whatever. It's ridiculous. I mean, you know, but the owners, you know, it's been it's been advantageous for them financially, and that's why they went with it. But I think the players uh, are starting to uh, starting to be vocal about this. But big game tonight. Uh, The Boston Bruins, they have the experience of beating these guys yet. Austin Matthews isn't a kid anymore. He's still young, but he's not a kid. Mitch Marner. You know, he's been in the league for a couple of years now. We're not asking you guys to win the cup here, but you got to win a playoff series at some point in time. And John Tavares, Cam. Yep. George Kurtz just mentioned him. This guy was the, treated like he was, he was Wayne Gretzky in his prime as a free agent. Exactly. I haven't seen him really step up. These other younger kids have stepped up more than he has. Where's he been? He needs to step up tonight.
0: You had one good period, Gabe, uh, where he started to dominate and uh, it actually looked good. But you're absolutely correct. Hey, Tavares, this is why the Leafs went out and gave you all that money. And you talk about him, Ratsy, already acclaiming him like the god of hockey. Well, now you have better players than Boston. Remember, this team was up 4-1 to one with a way worse team and pissed it away in one of the biggest collapses in hockey playoff history when I was down doing a story there at Maple Leaf Square, watching it. At the end of the game, I'm interviewing a horse drunk after the Leafs piss away a three-goal lead. It was an absolute joke. Who was drunk? You played... were the horse. Uh, yeah, I think me and the horse were both pretty drunk. It was pretty tough. <laughs> I'll tell you something. We went from a hot tub party till four in the morning to like me, and, me talking to Mr. Ed. It sucked. And everybody, it was the worst. Oh, at 4-1, you were locked oh, in. Uh, no I, I hate God. to say it. I it remember that game. It was a nightmare. I actually had Boston and
2: Futures and stuff. I remember oh, I was Yeah, you were it. enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to rub it in. I didn't rub it in on anyone. But yeah, yeah, I started that yeah, The collapse was real. So you had that collapse.
0: Yeah, they've been down this road before. That's I don't what know I'm if saying. They have C- a C- better team now. Take- There's no excuses. There's no excuses. Tavares, you got to dominate these guys. Dude, so between Charles Tavares and is an old man. Talk, those Hit guys him. make $15 million a year. I, if not more, talk, he's overpaid. He's a good coach, but he's not Barry Trotz. He's overpaid. The bottom line is if the Leafs can't get it done this time, I don't know what the hell you're going to do. This is the best team and the best opportunity. But Kurt says, hey, look at the Islanders without Tavares. He has to dominate them. Put these guys into the wall and just attack, attack, attack. You have big guys in the slot. Do something about it. And I'll tell you something, Gabe. Murner was good the first couple games. He's been sleeping. And actually, Matthews has been out of those guys, played a little bit better. But you can't play a 45-minute game. 60-minute game, you're a better team. Get it done. I'm actually glad the game's on the road because I think they'll make less mistakes and pay attention to defense and detail more. That's their problem. At home, they have defensive breakdowns.
2: It's amazing, George. The Toronto Maple Leafs and the Boston Bruins are facing each other uh, tonight for the 14th time in 53 weeks. (laughs) Yeah. No wonder they don't like
4: each other. No, yeah, exactly. All right, I think it's going to be a great game. I really do. I think it'll be a lot of fun. It's certainly be, I'll be watching it. And I think anybody who's remotely a fan should be watching it. The teams don't like each other. They both have talent. I think Toronto is actually the more talented team. When they name oh, all yeah. the players. Neil the Tavares, Marta. Matt. I mean, the, there's so much talent there. Lander it's at home in Boston. Guys. Come on, man. Like, get it done it's gonna be fun I can't I hate Boston too I don't really hate the Bruins I just hate Boston as a whole the Red Sox Patriots not a big (laughs) fan of them either but uh I have no love for Toronto either so I have no rooting interest in this game whatsoever I just want to be entertained and if I do decide to put some money on the game well then I'll have a rooting interest
2: uh the Toronto Maple Leafs are you know basically these players saying they've got nothing to do with what happened when they blew the 4-1 lead years ago right um, but it just it sort of continues on. Um, I, I honestly do believe, I honestly do believe that the Toronto Maple Leafs are in a better situation playing on the road than they are playing at home. They get caught up in it, and in fact, look, they've won three games in the series so far. Two of them they've two, won on the two road. on the yeah. road, yep, yeah. exactly. They played better on the road. They played one good home game in the first game at home, then they sucked uh, both the, the other two home games um so you know this is it right now but to me this is you know this is on mike babcock as well it's on mike babcock he's making he's the highest paid coach in the national hockey league and as i stated stanley cups are one thing but for the love of god man you've got to win a freaking playoff series
0: yeah it's uh it's it's disgusting gabe the amount of talent they have on the team um and the, the problem is though the thing I, I worry about a lot of kids on the team and they act like kids. Where Boston has those big, mean, old guys who have been through wars before and almost like uh, they they know how to how, how to get into the Leafs' head. The Leafs can't screw around. Even though the last game they scored first, they took the foot off the gas. What happened? There was a draw and a quick goal. Boom! After that, Boston dominated. I watched that game last night and it was a pleasure to watch a team like Dallas and Nashville play where every single minute of the game both teams were engaged. They didn't take time off and get – that's the problem, Gabe. How many times – and, George, you've seen this too. The Leafs, like no other team in the playoffs, have glimpses where they're horrible. They're amazing for a while, and then they'll have a four- to six-minute break where they look like an American Hockey League team. You can't be like that in the playoffs. Yet it continually happens. Babcock's got to get it through their head. No coasting, man. Two-way hockey. They, They should be able to get it done. And I like the price, Gabe, as a dog tonight too. I'll take them in regulation, plus a half puck in on the money line. Get it done.
2: I think it's a pile of crap that Nazim Qadri got suspended for the entire series. <laughs> he should not have
0: been, have been suspended on. the damn series. Right, what, about, what, what about uh, Buddy? What about uh, DeBrusque? What, what what are the things he's doing? He's been hacking people's ankles the whole series, man. He's a cheap shot artist, too. You could say what you want about Qadri. But you know what I mean? Like he yeah, you're right, Gabe. It
2: was it overly been, like, excessive game. the pedaly. The, the punishment.
4: I am gonna disagree with you here, guys. I don't I don't think it was overly He's a repeat excessive. He's been suspended. He been five times. Time. He time. He's he been, been suspended five, five times. Five. Hey, that's he doesn't pass. learn his lesson. It doesn't pass. matter. You don't learn your lesson. You don't learn including in the playoffs Debrus- he was suspended. What last hey, year the year before
0: isn't Nebraska a cheap shot artist too? I'm not gonna say Kadri's a clean player. He's bad too. He, he, and what he of course did was he brutal. He's sleefu. He slewfoot's slew guys. So he shouldn't have got. But, he shouldn't have got the whole series, four games. But top, once again, one has four.
4: nothing to do with the other. You, you're all, if you want to argue the brush should be suspended, well, we can argue that. But to say Convy shouldn't have gotten should. five games, I think that's ridiculous. But once again, he cross-checked someone in the head. You know, if you would have done that in the street, you'd be arrested. You'd that's be arrested. Playoff, that's not that's hockey. Playoff, hockey. That is not hockey. My God, you're killing me. No, no, growing up so many cross checking with the head is not hockey. That's not hockey. I'm sorry, it it's is. not. It's like slow footing isn't hockey. That's dirty up, shit. It's dirty crap. For me, for me, it would have been fine. Four minutes
2: cross checking. I give you, give you a major. You get an extra <laughs> two minutes to think about what you did. Four minutes. Four
4: minutes. <laughs> you, <laughs> minutes. you know the reason the NHL just spent a billion dollars on the concussion lawsuit. Come on. You know, they, if they, I'm a ref, they, they're was, cracking down. If I'm, a ref, ref, I'm like it. a cop. I'm a oh, nice George. guy. I
0: tell him, hey, four, hey, hey, I'm watching you. Hey, four minutes. Oh, George. George, playoff hockey for what happened and his reaction to it shouldn't have been the whole series. I, I'm with you on games. I think he could have got
4: like three. But like, I, I think the whole series one. is nuts. One. one well, game. I I don't like one the game. idea of suspending him for the series because that's idiotic. Game. What are you saying? He could get three games. He could get six yeah. games. Make a number. Make, pick a number. Pick a number. One. Yeah, pick one. There's a the number one. <laughs> you guys are upsetting me. What game? Everybody wants Gabe as a dad. Everything goes. Gabe's that game's got, as a father. Hit him in the
0: face. Hit him. Pick up. Take the tax new and swim to the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball with DailyRoto.com. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer user to win a million bucks in FanDuel or DraftKings tournaments. Become one of the countless number of people who have won thousands of dollars playing these ways. If you play MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter the promo code FNTSY for a ten percent discount. You'll get lineup alerts, projected ownership percentages, weather updates, fantasy projections, and the use of the same daily roto lineup optimizers that have produced millions and DFS winnings. That's the 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your ten percent discount today. Uh, well done, uh, Cam. All right, so uh, that's Cam Stewart, uh, the
2: professional broadcaster you just heard. Uh, Thank I'm you, Gabriel Brantley. We've got uh, Colonel Kurtz
0: uh, with
2: us. Uh, and, yeah, I'm glad uh, George Kurtz wasn't the referee in my league. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah he's suspended permanently.
2: Lifetime. Yeah, yeah. Referees How don't do suspend. Feel about...
4: we, just, we just write people up. That's all.
2: You know, too, I told Cam, and Cam knows the deal. Um, I was so good at it, too, Cam. I used to, like, Pickle practice him. it. Yeah, yeah. I used to actually stand in my yard and hit the tree with my stick. Whack. Of course. Whack. With <laughs> like the, but not like like a baseball bat, like with the 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 blade. Yeah, you know dude. what I'm saying? Can be old
4: Knock, ding, yeah, ding ding right in the back of the. So you practice Cam. slashing? No,
2: I used to yes. no. Like it was more of a stab. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was oh, like I'm sorry. Yeah, I got it from Billy Smith. Growing up as a kid, like, I watched Billy Smith that. do it. And basically, yeah,
0: you can't Remember, like in front of the net, you get it right in oh, the back of the calf. I was that bam, guy. Trust bam. me, I'm bad. I, <laughs> I, I, I hate goalies. I hate goalies. They used to do that to me because I was a big lumbering power forward. I used to stand in front of the net. They used to call me trash can cam, uh, trash can cam, because you know what, Gabe? <laughs> like I like I eat your leftovers. Trash I used can. to be the same way. I used to be the same way in the slot. Hey, cam, you're gonna score another garbage goal, real crappy, right? I used to score those real. Like Tim Curry, you talked about it. One of my heroes, and uh, yeah, Colonel Kurtz, he wouldn't like it. Uh, goalies, Gabe, I don't like it. goalies like you used to slash my uh, ankles. They used to, they used to do the old nut thing too. When there's a big uh, crowd in front of that, they do the old hack. Yeah, checking nuts. your jewels, man. Checking yeah, things yeah, out he, for you. These goalies uh, th- nowadays they get away with mur- murder. Back then, goalies had way our more league, tricks up their sleeve. Our league at
2: NDG and Montreal was like a psychotic, like juvenile delinquent league. Like there was a kid. <laughs> He came in, man, he teed up a slap shot from like eight feet away and it hit me right in the nuts, man. <laughs> hit me right in the nuts. I sort of went down. I went down. And you know what it's like? I don't know if anyone's ever been punched with a blocker before, but blockers are pretty, like, they're good weapons. Oh, they're hard. Hard plastic. Oh, yeah, they're hard, hard, man. They're hard. They're the guy dress. with the Gold. blocker, okay, like, up. bang, straight, like, right in the face. Bam. I hit him with the blocker. But he fell on top of me and stuff, and I got piled on. People started pounding me, like, after. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah. I got it all from Billy Smith. Billy Smith, George, I have to tell you, you're an Islander fan. You don't like that style of play. That's why you guys won Cup. Billy Smith is the dirtiest goalie in the history of the NHL.
4: I can't argue that. I can't. Uh, I, I know what Billy <laughs> used to do. I mean, uh, yeah, he God, wouldn't he get away with that
0: now. Edmonton, George. back then they were, there, were no,
4: there was no video was back so then, like, No social media. Nowadays, everything he did would be on camera. Yeah. Everything even he did I would thought, be on camera. You, you couldn't get away
2: with it. Even I thought when I was a kid. I remember asking my grandfather, "Why does he do that? Why is he so mean? <laughs> like he just can't." Billy Smith would go out of his way to hurt you. Like he really was like a serial killer on like on ice or something. <laughs>
0: got to admire him. He
4: got you. Got to admire. He admiring. was angry. Yeah, he was an angry guy. He was an angry angry goaltender.
2: Cam's Cam's girlfriend. uh, Cam's girlfriend. Yeah, Cam. Yeah, you've got a good Billy Smith story. Tell it over at Gretzky's. Yeah,
0: Yeah, so my girlfriend was out having a couple drinks and whatever. And uh, when you go to Wayne Gretzky's restaurant, it gets really annoying, George. They pump throughout the bathroom and think, oh, it's just Wayne Gretzky stories, time and time again about how great the Oilers were and how great Gretzky is. So, my girlfriend had a couple drinks. She's like, anybody in this bar? getting sick and tired, all these stupid <laughs> Wayne Gretzky memories I, and I, love geez. it, love it. she got hate this crap. And one guy goes, I'm sick of it. She goes, well, I like your style. You got nuts. Who are you? He's like, I'm I'm goaltender Billy Smith. She's like, Billy Smith? Bull-. She goes, bullshit. You're not Billy Smith. And then a couple guys she was with was like, yes, uh, Lisa, that actually is uh, Billy Smith there. And he came over and had a, like a couple of cocktails. And then I wondered, I'm like, that's cool that Billy Smith thinks this sucks. But why are you as Billy Smith hanging out at Wayne Gretzky's bar? If you hate the Oilers so much, right Morency That seems kind of weird. He beat them. Yeah, good point. He did beat them. <laughs> he's got good memories. He beat them. You what do you think uh, about those?
2: Uh, do you a remember bit of, that George? It's do a you remember bit the sweep? It. Do you remember the sweep of the
4: Edmonton Oilers? Yes, I do. Thank when you so White much. For bringing was it up. a kid. I remember. I remember. My uncle All was right, on uh, that. I'm I was, I was, I was what was it, about fifteen or sixteen at that time. I think I was what eighty four. Good time. Good so time. Was, yeah, Kurt I Kurt Brackenberry yeah, fam, my uncle. He yeah, was on Kurt the Oilers.
2: Bracken. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> he didn't. He basically never played. All right. Yep. Um, in in the in the Stanley Cup Final, he didn't play much, but he he was in uniform, so he was on the bench, and I don't know. You look at the box scores, you know, three minutes here, four minutes, two minutes, <laughs> you know, and what like whatever. So he didn't play much, but he was in uniform, and um. So they're getting swept, all right? The Oilers are getting swept. They're losing you the last game, game four. It must have been 4 nothing, 5 nothing, or something like that. And I don't know if it was Bob Cole, but I remember as a kid, and uh, lo and behold, man, last couple of minutes, man, they're like, uh, oh, and Brackenberry's on the ice. Right away, Cole's like, oh, there's no need for this. Right away, dude. <laughs> right <laughs> away. No
0: for this.
2: Yeah, he's like, there's no need for this. Like, basically. He just went on a rampage camp. Like, he tried to kill Dennis Potvin. Like, <laughs> like, dude, like, you're losing 4 nothing, 5 nothing. You're about to get swept. You're a nobody. But, no, he had to go after Potvin in the corner. He went, like, he was a wrecking, Kurt. I'll never forget the announcer going, ah, there's no need for any of this. Why is he even on the ice? And I like the style. My grandfather didn't like him, <laughs> right? My grandfather said, Kurt's such an idiot. He's like, God, this guy's an idiot. Like, he was like, because my grandfather was good. So, you know, like, my grandfather wasn't a fan of this dude. So he was like, God, this guy's stupid. There he is running around like an idiot. And I told Dennis Potvin the story. I said, do you remember, like, when he won the cup? I said, he got hit in the back with a couple of minutes left. And uh, he goes, yeah, I still feel it. He goes, yeah, he goes, yeah, yeah. He goes, tell your uncle he's an asshole. (laughs) 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 Just like, yeah, and he kind of is. He was, right? (laughs) <laughs> but I remember that, George. So they swept them. And then just my uncle's luck, the next year he got traded to the St. Louis Blues. And then the
4: Edmonton Oilers went on and won four straight cups. <laughs> <laughs> now, is that, is that a cause and effect relationship there or just bad yeah. timing? Well, the elect, they felt bad for him, though. And uh, they did make him the strength and
2: conditioning coach of the Cape Breton Oilers after camp. Oh, nice. At least he got
0: yeah, yeah, something out yeah. of there.
2: Yeah, 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 really,
0: yeah, like he's in with <laughs> Kevin Lowe and those guys. Like he played with That's them cool. And stuff, right. Like yeah, uh, the, buddies all great guys. guys. But Gabe George would have liked it, Gabe, when I did my morning show. We had two Islanders as our analysts, and you know, uh Potato Chip Maven, uh Mike Bossy it, Mike and Bossy Dennis Potfan. Pot yeah, <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> remember I met hall, hall of Fame crew. Met, oh yeah. The best was when they used to come in in studio and pot fans' hands are like, you know, those old meat hooks, like you just could put your hands around your your neck and pop your head off. Whereas Mike Bossy kind of looked like Skeletor. He's so skinny. Like, he's
2: a skinny guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: I know. And he's hacking darts and stuff. He's, like, smoking cigarettes. I'm like, wow. I know he's what a potato chip king now.
2: What did you say, though? You told me Bossy brought in, like, a box of Humpty yeah. Dumpty chip for you guys. Yeah, he eh? goes,
0: hey, guys. He goes, hey, guys. I'm the Humpty Dumpty rep. Potato chips. He brought in, like, a van full of chips. We all got, like, not just a bag, a box for each guy. Like, I got a box. My co-host got a box. It was great. Yeah, Bossy's really generous Humpty with Dumpty. his chips. Those are great chips. Yeah, Humpty uh,
4: Dumpty.
2: But Humpty Dumpty's out of business. They were bought out. They sold the recipe to Old Dutch. Uh, Old Dutch are a good product. Yeah, like when you get a bag of Old Dutch barbecue chips, that's Humpty Dumpty. That's yeah, what Humpty salt. Dumpty tasted like. That's what I used to crush in the press box at expo games. You know, Humpty Exactly. Great chip. chips. Yeah. Humpty Dumpty. Great, chip. Great recipe. Great chip. Um, yeah, Dennis Bodvam, very, very nice man. Yeah,
0: he's strong. Like, very, as hell. very
2: nice. Mike Bossy's nice guy, too, but Potvin's more chummy. Bossy, yeah, know, Bossy's sort of bossy like more, more. an
0: individual, he, yeah. He's he he got to ego, track.
2: Bossy, a bit, right? Like, he's sort of, the guy scored, like, 600 goals in, like, 400 Amazing. days
0: or something, right? Like You look at him, you thought he'd be, like, like a street guy. Like, you didn't think he'd be a hockey player. Like, he is thin. Like, it's wild, man, compared K-D to KD in hands. the chat. Great hands. KD in the chat is asking, hey, Cam.
2: Did you ever, uh, did, did you or uh, Marinci, uh or George ever play uh, with the old school helmet? Butch Goring, it looked like a foam helmet.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, the ceramic helmet? Yeah, it looked like, and the best was those OPG cards and tops. They used to paint on the ceramic guys when they didn't have, like, the regular helmet. Butch Goring had one of those. A couple other guys. Yeah, no, I, I, I never played I'm, with those. but I played with the Mark uh the round one. I had the round oh, yeah, gold. Yeah. But I hated the kids that used to wear Jofas. That, that I, I used to take that personally. Like I told you, the coach's son on my team had a Jofa. I want to punch him in the face. I hate those Jofa helmets. The Peter Klimas, hate them. Hate no, the them.
2: Jofa only worked on Gretzky. You know what I'm saying? You can, like, the little yeah. thin. I'm old enough that I, I played. I started playing hockey, and as a goalie, I actually had a mask. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I had a mask. There wasn't a cage and stuff like that. There was, like, padding underneath rubber. It really sucked, man. It was like getting punched in the face. Like,
0: Yeah. But, uh, but I,
2: was, I was a kid, though, so the pucks were coming out hard. You know what I'm saying? But, like, uh, but I was old enough that when they regulated it, Cam and George, that you had to wear the cage. So I was, like, the, one of the first kids that, like, had, like, by law. They were like, yeah, yeah, because people were losing eyes and stuff, Cam, in those days. <laughs> like, for sure. Like, it was dangerous. Like, people, people taking slap shots and. Yeah, God, the equipment was inadequate in those old days. Yeah, I know. Man. <laughs> like, You're telling me paper thin shoulder plaids were like, like paper. you couldn't pay me. You couldn't if you paid me a thousand dollars right now and told me, yeah, I'm gonna fire a bunch of pucks at you with your old gear. I'd be like, not a hope in hell. Like it's like taking <laughs> like uh, it's like putting a jacket on cam or something. It's like basically yeah, put a hoodie on. That's the equivalent of the old chest protect protector. Remember the old like yeah. elbow pads and shoulder pads? They were like oh, cotton, bro. They,
4: they were, were paper, buddy. They were paper. Like, and then I remember. When I've we always thought it would be a great contact. way to torture somebody. If you want to torture somebody, string them oh. up, like, I don't know, naked with a box, pair of boxes on it and shoot pucks at them. Oh. That would be great. You never know what you're going to get. If you shoot Hawk yeah. and to hit in the right spot, it would, it would break bones. It would be great. Oh, yeah. If you want to torture somebody, it's a great you know way what, of doing George? it. Yeah, and
2: you want suspensions for Codry, and you want to torture people by puck fire.
4: Yes. Uh, I just but, said it would be a great way. I didn't say I want to do it, but I've, uh, I've wondered I how like much it would start. hurt. I mean,
2: <laughs> think about just It would scare people shitless, too. People teeing it up. You don't know whether it's going to hit you. It misses
4: you. and That's the thing. Oh, it is. would kill you, though. And, 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 and they, they have to be blindfolded, too, so they can't you know, they can't see it no, coming. No, 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 no. Oh. no you
2: got to see. That's the that's where you get the fear. No, because then, then they'll the tense up, man.
4: I don't, I don't even know. I don't even nah, want to nah, know what nah, direction it's coming. How high it's
2: coming. Let PK Subban just tee up slap shots at them. The only thing is he'll miss oh, the once so you... time.
4: Yes he will. Yeah, I guess he won't hit him. You want he won't... they want to worry, Subban won't hit him.
2: Now we're talking torture. I like it. I like it. Now now we're talking.
4: I thought like, maybe golf t- continue some golf shots right at people. That could <laughs> yeah, put a driver right into him. Shoot. Maybe Not a pitching Jordan. machine, take some swings. <laughs> Yeah, those who know it? Oh yeah, man, that 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 that
0: is torture. Pitcher, one of those. I remember, uh, age seventy miles an hour. Uh, like I'm getting killed at seventy. Imagine 90, 95. Oh God, you'll be dead. I remember. No, I don't, uh, I don't mean. The,
4: I don't mean. I don't mean the pitching machine. at I mean, we got to take swings. You got to hit the ball at them. They don't know what you are gonna get. Yeah, maybe we'll miss. Maybe we won't. <laughs> and that, and we're not, I'm not talking ninety miles an hour. We got to we got to be able to hit the ball. Ah, sixty-five. You know, you know you got to hit it. Just to, can you hit it at the person? I'm thinking. You know, I'm again, thinking just, more just, sadistic. Just good like ideas here. Not-
2: you duct tape someone to a chair, Cam, and you just put them at home plate with a pitching machine. Fastballs. <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's more statistic. Yeah, they're going to get it. Hit. You
2: do a test. Yeah, how many fastballs does it take to kill somebody? <laughs> <laughs> what, comments? It, would, it wouldn't take too many hockey pucks into the face. No, it would. All right, Jordan Kurtz, you give us his game. Never <laughs> On the other side, and we're just kidding about
1: torturing people with hockey
2: Every sport, and we've been screwed
4: with uh, George Kurtz. Two game sevens tonight, Kurtz. All right, who do you got? I said Toronto Boston. I don't think I'm gonna take the game. I think this is pretty much an even matchup here. You know, puck luck either way determines who wins here. I'm gonna go with the Come over on. though. I got five and a half, so I'm gonna go oh, over George, here. You, Thinking you here is pick, that you gotta, you gotta you gotta pick a pick here, George. Like what is this? Who's gonna win? I'm gonna, what, what do you, you pick? What are you, Will you wait Harrison till I'm done? Have home? some patience. You're a I'm taking the I'm taking patience. the over. But if over. i ha- <laughs> if I have to bet, I'll take Toronto because I'm getting plus one thirty. So I'll take the plus 130. I'm not laying 150 with the Bruins. I don't feel anywhere near as strong about them. And listen, I picked the Vegas Golden Knights to, uh, to win the uh, Western Conference. Picked them before the, uh, the series started. I don't think uh, Martin Jones could play three good games in a row. You're going to give me a goal and a half? I'll take it. I'm taking the Vegas Golden Knights tonight. I'm not touching that over-under, though. I think six is about right.
2: Um, and when do the Islanders uh, start playing again? I guess, what, this weekend? When is, this, is it announced? I mean, they got a game seven tomorrow.
4: I guess it would start Friday. Saturday. No, I I would assume it would start Saturday because the winner, Toronto, Boston, they would play Columbus on Friday. This way both series would have three days. You know, Toronto or the Bruins would have three days rest, and so will the Capitals or Hurricanes. That's logic for you. The NHL could throw us all out the window, and the Islanders play Thursday, and they get no rest. Who the hell knows? But I would assume the Islanders play Saturday, and Toronto or Boston will play the Columbus Blue Jackets on Friday. This way it's all even for everybody. So what's the deal if the if the Capitals win, they'll have home ice against the Islanders,
2: but if the Canes win, the Islanders would have home ice over the Canes, right?
4: Correct. At Barclays.
2: At Barclays,
4: unfortunately, not. Cool. Not,
2: not, not Nassau, cool. not the same magic, Cam.
0: Not the same. Got to do it later. They should have go to Nassau till later, but whatever. Money talks, bullshit walks, but it's wrong. The Islanders have a distinct advantage at Nassau. Colonel Kurtz catch up this weekend
2: breaking down the NFL draft and more as uh, we'll know about Kyler
4: Murray Josh Rosen and a hell of a lot else. Thanks George Later buddy. No problem guys. Good luck tonight Yep Good luck. Level one winds down level two coming up okay.
0: Hey everybody, I'm Cam Stewart, your fantasy sports news update. One afternoon game in the MLB, and it's in the books. The tight, big blue just take out the Boston Red Sox, seven to four is the final. Boyd the win, Brewer the loss. Very, very busy night on the diamond. We got one game at 6:10, Miami and Cleveland Indians minus 257 and a half. Lopez versus Carrasco, and before seven o'clock, 6:40, Atlanta and Cincinnati Braves minus 129 and a half gosman taking on gray we got a three-pack at 705 arizona and pittsburgh pickham total eight weaver versus williams light white Sox minus 140 at baltimore nine and a half over under nova versus cashner interleague play san fran at toronto jays minus 128 and a half samarja and thornton we got a three-pack at 710 kansas city and tampa bay rays up to minus 200 total eight bailey versus stanick Game two of the double bill, Detroit and Boston. Red Sox minus 190, over under nine. Turnbull Velasquez, Phillies at the Mets tonight. Mets minus 135, over under eight and a half. Eflin and Wheeler, Milwaukee and the Cardinals. Cards minus 29. Davies versus Ponce de Leon in for Waka. 8.05, we have Los Angeles minus 115 at the Cubs. Over under eight, Maeda and Quintana. 8.10 action. We got Minnesota and Houston. The Astros minus 145, over under nine. Pineda and Miley. 8-4 8 Washington laying 30 cents versus Colorado, 10 flat. Corbin versus Hoffman. He's in for Freeland, who's injured. Three more at 1007. Yankees minus 115 at the Angels. Eight and a half. Vermont versus Stratton. Texas and Oakland. A's 158. Lynn versus Montas in Seattle and San Diego. Padres, a buck 30. Total, eight Swanson Dinners versus Marjovicius big move in the NFL today the Kansas City Chiefs acquiring Frank Clark from the Seahawks Seattle traded the defensive start to the Chiefs in exchange for a first round pick that's number 29 overall and a 2020 second round pick in the draft two teams also swapped third rounders Clark then signed a five-year deal worth 105 million dollars 63.5 million guaranteed with Seattle Seahawks now two picks in the first round Arizona keeping their cards close to the vest Arizona yet to have a contract uh, contact with teams about josh rosen and they haven't decided on the number one overall pick as well according to the nfl network cards and general manager steve keim haven't informed murray or rosen of their intention we're just two days away from the nfl draft in nashville keep it covered to here we got all your draft information and shows leading up to thursday we got the, the los angeles chargers have exercised a fifth year option on defensive end joey bosa bosa the third overall pick in 2016 He's got two years left on his rookie deal. He's going to make 720k base salary this season, then way up to 14.36 million in 2020. He's got 28 and a half sacks and five forced fumbles. Robbie Gould says he's going to get out of San Francisco. The team told them he will not negotiate a long-term deal. Game seven tonight: Boston, Toronto. Bruins 145 and a half. Next game: San Jose and Vegas at 10 o'clock. Sharks now minus 120 total in this one, six. And Gerard Gallant, the Vegas Golden Knights coach, calling Jose Coach Peter DeBoer a clown for saying Gallant chirped at his players. So it is definitely on tonight in game seven. Four playoff games on tap in the NBA. Raptors in Orlando. Raptors 11 and a half, 206. We got Philly in Brooklyn. The Sixers nine-point favorites over under 230. Billy, uh their one went away like the Raptors. They can close thing out. Denver and San Antonio, a good series. Nuts, minus five and a half, total two eleven. This series tied at two. Final game of the night, ten thirty Portland and Oklahoma City. The Blazers laying four over under 221. Portland leads three games to one. And the Phoenix Suns have fired Coach Igor Kokoskov's one year into his deal there. So we're done. And no, we're not done. We got more. We got lots of tough things to talk about this afternoon. The Prez, hello, Lawrence Presman. He'll talk some NHL hockey. We'll see where the best bets are at. As George Kurtz, we just had him on the show. And Gabe and I will talk NHL, NBA playoffs, and a whole lot of baseballs. Keep it tuned to Red Heat and Rage Radio. All you have to decide
1: is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game Game time decisions. All right, level two
2: has begun. The countdown is on, and I'm not talking about the Stanley Cup uh, playoff. The countdown is on to uh, wondering what the hell the Seattle Seahawks are ever doing, Cam. And now Frank Clark. uh, they just, like, they refuse, they refuse to ever pay any of their players no, besides Russell Wilson. So, like, you can have Russell Wilson, so it doesn't matter. Like, it's those guys, you guys are spinning your freaking wheels, bro. See, hey, I'm I'm not, not, I, I get
0: it. I'm you not get draft the picks.
2: Yeah, you I get know. draft picks, but I you like already Frank have a good Clark, player. Though.
0: Yeah, you already like have a good Frank player. Clark. Like, what do you want draft picks for? You already have a good player. He's that's only the 25. They're probably, they're probably just going to try to replace Frank Clark, and there'll be a version of him that's not going to be as good. The guy's is uh, one of the best pass rushers in the league. He's been fantastic. An absolute steal in the draft when we got him in 2015 and uh yeah that's what uh, that's what these guys do we only had a few draft picks Gabe uh, but now they got two picks in the first round it's going to be kind of an interesting draft for Seattle because a lot of teams have multiple picks we have very very few but two in the first round now we'll see what Pete Carroll thinks he can do with it but you're right I liked Frank Clark a lot but they basically he wasn't going to sign the franchise tag Seattle with that Russell Wilson contract they've spent all the money so I don't know what the hell they're going to do try to get people for cheap but One player does not make a team, Gabe.
2: Um, There's all kinds of crazy rumors going on right now. So uh, Frank Clark is the first of what no doubt will be many trades uh, to come over the next couple of days with the draft rapidly approaching. uh, One of the latest sort of throwouts uh, a couple hours ago, basically. And it truthfully wouldn't surprise me that if Arizona doesn't take Kyler Murray, the Raiders want him which I've been pretty much predicting for a while. The thing is, the Raiders are picking fourth. So they would almost, do they have to trade up to get Kyler Murray if, if Arizona doesn't take them? Probably not, because nope. San Francisco's not going to take them. They got Jimmy Garoppolo. The, Jets. Jets the New York Jets ain't back. taking him. They got nope. Sam Darnold. Could fall right to them. He could fall right to them at four, but people could then jump the Raiders and trade with San Francisco. As John Lynch said, he's open to that, Um, and the Jets are open to dealing, too, so it wouldn't shock me if there was a little swap here, potentially, of the four and the one. Now, I'm speculating. Nobody knows anything. Um, There's a lot of crazy stuff going on out there. I do believe that it's set in stone that Kyler Murray will be the first pick, Cam. I'm just not positive what team it's going to be, but... I think it's going to be Arizona. When it's all said and done, I think it's it's, it's the obvious situation. It's going to be Arizona. Josh Rosen gets dealt. The question is,
0: where does Josh Rosen get dealt to? Um, Time will tell in the next 48 hours. I'm just watching the NFL Network right now, and there's a story breaking. Patrick Peterson removes Cardinals references from all his social media accounts. So I have no idea what the hell is going on here. I remember before, Gabe, didn't we do a story about Josh Rosen when he was kind of like, leaving the Arizona Cardinal the Cardinals logos Cardinals and too. stuff. But the, yeah. yeah, I don't know what the hell's going on with Patrick Peterson. It's been, he's been kind of an angry guy for, for a There's while. There's a report camp right now
2: from Kent Summers, who joined us yesterday. Yep. Kent yeah, Kent Summers
0: reports right
2: now. He goes, I don't know what happened, but the Arizona Cardinals really just pissed uh, pissed him off. And uh, he stormed out and um, might want to demand a trade now. And, you know, like, they don't know what. Something just happened this afternoon. It wasn't. This wasn't like old buildings. Something just happened, because he reports like, uh, yeah, he's pissed. Something happened. He's pissed. Um, yeah, good job, Kingsbury. <laughs> hey, this is a guy. You know what I love Duke, Gabe. We even. We haven't even. We haven't Thirty-two years been, old, bro. I know. not even. You couldn't run a fantasy sports this.
0: radio network, let alone a football team. Hey, oh, hold on, Gabe. Hold on, Gabe. Uh, thirty minutes in. Okay, we gotta take a break for social media. You're dealing with men, and this is another thing with King Free. These guys have social media breaks. If you can't put your phone down in a meeting for half an hour. Maybe you shouldn't be playing in the damn league. This Arizona thing is a train wreck. Glad they're in Seattle's division. Yeah, I think uh I think Patterson probably is
2: like, Holy shit, man, this is getting real. I gotta get out of here. Just, uh, I, I know, I, I know. Like, yeah, yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> you don't.
2: We'll dig more into this. Alright, things are getting interesting in Arizona right now. Of course, I got this Kyler Murray stuff. We got Josh Rosen uh, situation. And uh, Patrick Peterson didn't show up. It's there's voluntary workouts going on now. Um he didn't show up. He's not showing up. Uh, something was said to him earlier in the day that uh, legitimately pissed him off enough to is like Cab just stated that he's erased the all Arizona Cardinals stuff from his social media accounts. Yet we should note he did ask to be traded last year and then apologized after and said he's good. He's good. He's going to stay with Arizona. So, uh, I, you know, this, this is just beginning right now. But I do think Kingsbury is going to have a problem keeping this all together. Um, Odell Beckham, not attending the Browns voluntary minicamp yet. uh, Kitchen says it's a non-story. It's voluntary and basically stating he's Odell Beckham. He doesn't really need to be here. Odell Beckham is in Los Angeles um, working out, which he does uh, every off season with a, uh, with a, with his own sort of trainer in Los Angeles. So it looks like uh, the drama is already beginning in the, in the national football league. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I hope, uh, one thing about Odell, I hope he stays hydrated. Remember the issues with water last year? Uh, you got to keep on drinking water. That, that, that is a non-story. Uh, a lot of yeah, it's just crazy stuff. Even what happened with Jacksonville, like wrong phone numbers and involuntary workouts and voluntary. But one thing about Cliff Kingsbury, buddy, you're moving from Texas tech to the national football league. It's a hell of a different story, different egos, guys who are men, not boys that have been there before. And I just find it very, very interesting even with his social media thing and breaks and stuff, it just feels like to me he's the type of guy where the inmates are going to be running the asylum. Um, you know, I'm not sure if uh, players are really going to take this guy too seriously.
2: It's a good point. He's going to have to sort of keep some somewhat in line, but he has a lot of egos and a lot of personalities that are bigger, bigger than his. Um, so yeah, Odell got into it this morning on on Twitter Ashley, as you talk about social media. And this is what happens, man. Idle time, Cam, right? Uh, players have time on their hands. They're reading social media, and then they start to respond uh, to people. Um, somebody asked somebody. It all started off harmlessly. It always starts off harmlessly. <laughs> like, it always starts off harmlessly, in which a Giant fan basically stated to him, uh, "I love you, Odell. You know what I mean? You're the man. I love you. Uh, you know, I'm still a Giant fan, but I'll be pulling for you in Cleveland." Hopefully, before it's all said and done, you can, you know, end up in New York sometime again. You know what I mean? Maybe you could be a giant again one day. (laughs) And he basically stated, thanks, bro, but that ain't happening. (laughs) Right? (laughs) So, he said, uh, you know, that ain't happening. And then it just sort of started. Um, Now, Gettleman. Now, listen. I've talked a lot about this Gettleman, dude. Uh, Dave Gettleman, the general manager of the New York Giants, and Gettleman said recently in an NJ.com column that the Giants had a culture problem. He thought that that has since changed. There's not a culture problem anymore. Well, well, why you haven't played any games since last year? What's different? (laughs) So basically, Odell Beckham was kind of getting sick of this, right? That he's getting blamed for everything. Uh, Beckham seemed to think that was a specific swipe as him as a teammate. He started defending himself after opening up the floor on Tuesday. Uh, Odell tweets, ask uh, any one of my teammates, uh, of who I was as a teammate and as a man and a person. Yes, I'm a cancer to a place that's okay with losing because I want to win. You're absolutely (laughs) correct. Uh, fans said, stop crying. You loser. There's no reason to go after a class A organization because you are a locker room cancer. And I realized they needed to change the culture, grow up and show a little maturity. For the first time in your career hashtag overrated yeah real classy from giant fans now turning on him um um odell says yeah well we didn't sign him to trade him that's what gettleman said you don't get married to get a divorce (laughs) says beckham i tried my best the situation i had since i got there never changed we were losing period money doesn't bring happiness brother remember that um uh Beckham was sidelined with quadricep injuries it surprised uh, the team Asked the coach I begged him to go each and every one of those games actually for my teammates to be on the sideline for the home game he told me no um basically yeah Odell uh Odell's unloading starts to go on about how uh how, how disrespectful uh it was in New York the Giants never respected him um Somebody said, well, you got traded to a known losing environment, so enjoy your few years there and come back with open arms. He responded to a kid on Twitter. I won't be coming back, my friend, uh, so I will enjoy it. Thank you. Forever love New York, though. You gave me my opportunity to do what God planned for me to do. Much love. Cleveland is my home right now. Trust me. I'm coming with a bag full of energy. I want to win, period. I'm right where God wanted uh, me to be. Let's have some fun. Uh, what you all don't understand is I've never been in a place so happy in my life. My soul, my spirit is at all time high. Say what you want. There's no bringing me down, period. And he goes, it'll be nice not to be covered by a media that will cover me blowing my nose.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will say this too, Gabe. Um, you know what? If, first of all, you know what? I'm actually, I, I'm going to defend Beckham. But the one thing is, a lot of the time is, when even when Gettleman comes out with that story, you know, you know, I, I obviously it probably was targeted at him, but sometimes you just got to be the bigger man and just ignore it and go about your business. But I love what he's I love. I love his commitment. I think he's going to be huge for Cleveland. I think um, he wanted to win with the Giants. And I agree with a lot of the thing that he said. It's like you're the you're, you're Gettleman. You did take a swing at him. And you can't really say it was Odell Beckham Jr. Saying when when he said that, Eli you know Manning what, you know what he problem. means. You know what he means. You mean. Yeah. You're throwing it at him. I I, I would no, say he don't knows, respond. We all know what he means. But He's I have, no, going after but I have Odell. no problem. Of course he is. He's going after Odell. And the thing he, is.
2: Yes, he is. So Odell, Odell was pretty, he wasn't that bad, to be honest. No, he wasn't. He really didn't no, mouth wasn't. off that much about Eli Manning. Now, no. that interview wasn't good. It pissed the Giants off last year. Yes, it did. You know, and I, it was out of the blue because that's the thing. He never pitched publicly, right? And he didn't pitch in a room either. Like, he really, like, gets along well with Eli. And he, and he so it was win. sort of an ambush. He
1: which did I an admire. interview
2: with Josina Anderson. And she said, so are you getting frustrated in New York with the way things are going? And he said, no, I love my team. But he goes, I sometimes wonder what would be like to play with a quarterback that could throw the ball down the field, which is pretty much shot at Eli Manning. Yes. <laughs> right. So they looked at it like, whoa. But the problem is. Eli Manning is the problem. Like, to me, you got rid of the wrong player. Like, I'm just saying. I mean, I, you know, part of part of today in 2019 in, in pro sports is dealing with ego. It is. Yeah. Like, if you, you don't want to deal with ego, you're not going to win. Like, you know, look at Steve Kerr. You think it's a party for Steve Kerr to deal with Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Draymond Green, and Clay oh. Thompson
0: every day? Very, very difficult job.
2: You know what I very mean? Like, tough. it's like he's got to make sure that stuff doesn't get combustible here, right? And... You know, you got to manage this stuff on a daily basis, and uh, Pat Shermer had no interest in doing it. Like everything was Odell's fault. Like they would, you know, it was just basically an, everything rattled. That's an
0: excellent. That's an excellent point by you. We talk about Gettleman. we talk about Beckham. Shermer's been a joke. Uh, you could laugh at all the t- co- coaches that the Giants been. had before. McAdoo this guy's better than he was. That's what I'm saying. I've said this before. Not I got talked the playoffs, about McAdoo. this. What is they wrong with do? why what McAdoo is an upgrade from you Shermer because you have the name Shermer and you got a kid who plays at Vanderbilt and the Shermer name well you know what you've done in New York nothing yeah you've done nothing you've been a horrible coach you've been you don't know how to manage egos and McAdoo and his little windbreaker did more with less than what you're doing with and he can't even manage it this he's part of the reason you said excellent point about Kerr and things got combustible Shermer's He's done nothing, Gabe, but stoked the fire. And I'm I'm down with Beckham for, for what he said. He's defending himself, but a lot of guys on social media, Gabe, you know this, don't take the bait. Don't take the bait. People are going to put this stuff out there just to see you, whatever. There's bigger no, no, fish no, no, to fry. Right. There's bigger fish to fry in Cleveland. Him being reunited with Landry, the LSU tandem there, and Baker Mayfield with another name. But my whole problem is everyone's ripped Eli. Fair enough or not fair. Shermer's a guy who's basically not been ripped enough, in my opinion. You did a horrible job with the Giants. He sucks. Shermer has attached himself
2: to Eli Manning. Yes. And Kettleman and has as well. We'll see what they do here in the draft. I mean, people are going to freak if they don't draft a quarterback. Oh, yeah. Or sure. get Josh Rosen. I think they're going to take Daniel Jones with the 17th pick overall. That's my guess. It appears as though Twitter just changed its, um, they it just changed their screen and uh, their format. Like the last since we started the show, Cam. Really? Yeah, like ten minutes ago on Twitter, Twitter was normal the way it was, and now suddenly like it's all new. It's different. It's The same. but it's a,
0: different. Yeah. Well, oh, it's got different fonts and things like that. I'm also yeah. seeing a story that Canada and the Philippines are uh, gonna get in the ring. I don't know what the hell's going on here. I got a lot of Filipino neighbors. It's bad for business better not be fighting for the philippines it's bad for my complex the, the, the love don't need any more problems you don't need conflict yeah i don't like conflict gabe got enough conflict uh with everything else that's going on right now but uh yeah i don't know what's happening with trudeau this guy's such a stooge can't wait for uh the, the simpsons episode where they're just hopefully rip this guy instead of everybody yeah. in the world praising him for such a great job he does joke yeah i heard the next episode uh just gonna rip uh rip trudeau which would be fun
2: yeah i i see that yeah he's he's (laughs) he's world famous you know you made it when you get spoofed uh on the simpsons so yeah it's freaking me out i'll worry about this after but i'm looking at twitter now i'm like what the hell like i'm like where's what's different is it it more?
0: Is it more slick or that's what i don't like they did it to my gmail too it's like and i even clicked i like it the old way and then eventually it just went to the new way right it's like after this date sorry sir like you're going to have to deal with it. But I voted for old way, and I don't like yeah, yeah. navigating through my email. It's really annoying. But good luck to you, Gabe. You'll figure it out. You're uh, on social media enough to, you know, yeah, you'll, yeah. you'll get through it.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll figure it out, like you said.
0: I'm the same it's, way, it's, though. Like It's annoying. It's just annoying. YouTube, I like it the old way.
2: YouTube has some sort of new, new thing, new studio thing as well. That I don't like, and I override it. I figured out how to override right at the bottom. It's like, go back to old Creator Studio, yeah, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah, perfect. And
2: there's a couple of sports books like that, Cam. Like Bookmaker. I don't like their new interface. There's a little button. Go back to old interface. Yeah, old. I don't Love want to spend 10 minutes searching things. You know what I'm saying? I like Excellent old school, point. simple Atari,
0: uh, Atari uh, vision style. Nice and simple. You're right. You're getting older, too, and I'm starting to notice, like, I don't have glasses, nor do you, but... I find the sports books the old way. The fonts are a lot bigger, and I like the big fonts so I can look and go, okay, nice and bold. And I gotta tell you something, Gabe. Dealing with Mr. Green, I'm really annoyed looking at those times. I, I've and I've gone through that site oh, front as hell. and back. I want Eastern time zones. Like I can't. I used to deal know. with these things. I don't know I how to used do to it. know how to do it everywhere. Really? I used what to know. Tab is yeah. it?
2: I, I, don't
0: I don't know. know, what the, I, don't know okay, I don't know either. I
2: don't either. I don't know. It's like. <laughs> It's incredibly frustrating, isn't it?
0: Oh, like, it sure is, man. Like I'm looking at the times, just gives it's me a, a five-hour time say. difference. I know, and it's yeah, annoying. But the, but the thing is, though, the five-hour it becomes hard to
2: add up because the five-hour five time difference. So it'll say like it's two in the morning yeah. there, but it's really like nine a game there. So it's exactly. like up two a.m. Like it. I'm and some sort of the got horse
0: it. races. The horse races <laughs> are coming up too. It's even crazier because you <laughs> know how important post time is, right? Like I can guess with another game, like. Oh, okay, like tomorrow the Manchester Derby's on, United, whatever, that's fine. That'll be in the afternoon. It's just when I'm looking. And then the, the problem is, Gabe, the days go into the other days, right? Can't we just do it on an Eastern clock? It'd be a hell of a lot easier. That's all.
2: All right, so uh, speaking of the Kentucky Derby, we've got uh, a big party over at the Meadowlands, uh, Cam. I look forward to, uh, the, uh, I'll be watching the Derby over there for sure. Nice. And I'm thinking I'm going to go all out, actually, too. I might just spend what? the money. And, oh, get the buffet? Uh, yeah, they got the buffet. And uh, I was there earlier today, and I think there's, I don't know if it's the same weekend, but I see they have a, uh, there's a beer fest there at the Meadowlands.
0: Wow, that sounds great.
2: Yeah, beer fest and that's horse right. racing.
0: Oh, that's like my favorite things. Yeah, on, and man. it's, so I it's 75
2: bucks, all you can drink.
0: All in? Sold.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I and so I, I checked. I double-checked. It's 75 and it's all day. You just you got a bracelet, and you can just this, go.
0: Gabe. We yeah. were there that time, and those beers that we were drinking, we were just having regulars, and them and the highball, they were like $8, $9 a drink. You'll get your $75 worth. That's why it's on.
2: worth it.
0: Oh, yeah, and with the food, with the buffet, oh, oh. God. Man, this IHOP commercial's on. I'm telling you, they've really upped their game. And that breakfast looks good.
2: Oh, here it is. So yeah, it's the uh here's the May 4th Derby buffet, 5495. Doors open at 4:30, buffet begins at 5. Space is limited. Uh appetizers. Kentucky seafood soup. Yep. Potato and egg salad. Yep. Strawberry field salad. Me. Uh derby salad. Capri sure. salad. It's a lot of salad. Classic yeah, too much Caesar salad. salad. Yeah. <laughs> Get to the meat. Yeah, I'll take a classic Caesar, please. Yeah, like, all right. Entrees and sides. Now, you're going to like this. Carved barbecue glazed steak with horse rider sauce. Sold. I love, I love it.
0: it. Yep. Delicious.
2: Cajun rubbed chicken on the bone. Perfect. Love it. Cajun rubbed. Right. Crispy sounds baked catfish with spicy relish.
0: I actually like catfish. Great. It's, I know it's a bottom feeder, but
2: good fish. See, I like Market. this. They're not going, this isn't two, it's not like five stars, but like, this is what they got here. Creamy mac and cheese. Yeah. Southern comfort medley. Roasted butternut squash, roasted carrots, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, garlic, oils, and herbs. Oven roasted potatoes. Award-winning arcade bakery, babka and pastries, New York cheesecake, sliced fruit, mini cannoli, Belgium chocolate cake, and chef specials.
0: It's good enough for me. I like it. All in? Yeah, 50 something bucks. bucks. actually, yeah, is that what the, so can you do the drink parlay thing or is that, are they different?
2: Uh, I think it's separate.
0: Yeah, that's $125. That changes everything then. I'm doing yeah. the math. Suddenly we're down a couple hundred bucks. I got yeah. to be honest with you, I like chicken rub and catfish as much as the next guy, but I kind of want 75 all I can drink. See, that's the problem ra- with me and you, Gabe. We're never satisfied with one. We need the whole experience. I'd rather put the 54 bucks on the race. <laughs> yeah yeah that's another good point but 125, dollars
2: you know it'd be a good time up there there would be a lot of huts and nice dresses and stuff up there yeah it, yeah, it, yeah yeah it'd, it'd be good for you
0: yeah, like me your lady it'd be it'd be your away lady. from the riffraff down
2: there in the sports book area
0: <laughs> we had a good time when we hung out at the horse book with those senior ladies they were very friendly Can you I, imagine I really like camp, the, how like the is gonna be there for the oh. kentucky derby day oh it's gonna be and we they were, have live was, racing
2: at Meadowlands Saturday right after course, too. Don't forget exactly. Saturday. Saturday. They,
0: that's what tracks do. They have Kentucky Derby, but all the other tracks are going. Yeah. Man, it's going to be packed, packed.
2: I like. You it. throw in. You throw in the sports. You throw in the games and stuff. The playoffs. Dear God, like.
0: Yeah, like the Islanders yeah. might be playing that night. Like a lot of things are going on, man.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going it's to be over the top. The first uh, first Saturday of May. Yeah. First uh, first Saturday of May. Um, yeah, we'll start getting into the Derby uh, as it gets closer. As far as who's going to win, uh, who's going to win this uh, Derby, we keep uh, hitting refresh right now to see if anything is breaking in the National Football League. But I think things will slow down a little bit to now until uh, until Thursday. Something we didn't get out get into, Cam. So Jake Arietta Jake Arietta calls out Bryce Harper. Love it for getting getting kicked out of the game. And I'm thinking, I get it. And if you recall remember Papelbon like tried to choke Harper once in the dugout True. another time Scherzer got into it with him there's some we talked about this a lot of the offseason we there's did. something about Harper that rubs people the wrong way on his own team I I agree I don't 100%. know what it is it's only been 3 weeks and look this has already happened in Philadelphia Like I'm saying I get it that they 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 want to talk to him but to me, this is something Kappler's got to do privately, not Arietta. Like, Harper's not the type. Now, Harper's going to, there's going to be friction with Harper and Arietta now. Exactly. Because Harper's going to be thinking, who the hell are you, bro? Like, to be, you know what I mean? You're not yeah. the one that makes $313 million. Just shut up, right? And, you know, Arietta's trying to be a leader here, but you, you got to keep that stuff in the room. Like, Arietta wants to be a leader, cab but a real leader would have done it privately, not bitch to the media about this, but. It does go to show. It does go to show that he upsets people. You're only three weeks into the
0: season and this happens, Cam. Come on, man. Something's up with this guy Harper and the way he rubs. His his manager had everything under control, Gabe. It seemed like a big show where he's like, you know, trying to get his money's worth and stuff like that. I get it. You're going to be emotional, but even the manager, he, he, like, he had to push him back. It's like, dude, I get it. I get it. I get it. You're absolutely right. I don't know what it is it's just one of those things we can't put you know I can't define it there's something about Bryce Harper that just I think he's just you know what it is I just think he comes across I'm thinking as real cocky Gabe like one of those guys like in the room after a while and you know a lot of guys in baseball are but I gotta tell you yeah this is not just a one-time thing with this guy and I think he's going to go through stretches of of struggling obviously he's going to go and mash the ball there in the summer when when the weather gets good, it's going to be a bandbox there. But, yeah, uh, Harper just, he does that to people. I don't know what it is. Is it the way he talks to people? But it seems like a lot of guys have had issues with him before, man. Maybe he's just so cocky.
2: As long as they win, things will be fine. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like As long as as they're winning. If they're um, not, though, that's a train wreck. Then suddenly he's going to get... I don't know what the hell's going on today, Cab, but I just went to Covers.com. Changed. Really? Yeah, it's like change, change font day, changed change change, day? change yeah. layout day. Pissed I don't off. like
0: change. This is not good. Change is not good. Uh and the <laughs>
2: Philadelphia Phillies, you know, they're eight four at home. They're twelve and ten overall. They're just four and six on the road. Considering and I know it's early, but considering the the money that they've spent and the roster that they have they should be better than 12 and 10 right and so just wait till injuries kick in and stuff if it gets worse then harper's going to be the one to blame whether it's right or wrong like even if yeah. harper's playing well every time he strikes out they're going to blame him
0: you're right I, I, you're ne- pretty- I never thought it was going to
2: philadelphia we called I all of
0: i know me and you are we have different opinions than a lot of other people i think philadelphia is a horrible city for bryce harper being a temperamental guy, they will turn on him so quick when things aren't going well, and I don't think he's the—he's the type that can handle it.
2: Game time decisions. Fantasy Sports uh, Network, iHeart Radio, i have a rest. Jeremy Aranty. Jeremy on the morning show. The morning after this morning, it's worthy of uh, replaying. He should be in the Hall of Fame. How he is it He's got 512 goals, 13 goals. Yep. Kick ass! It's like the '80s—the 80s, the sound of the '80s—that still still brings it. Um, all right, hey, morning after. Fantasy sports on radio and television networks, iHeart uh, Radio, uh, sports byline affiliates, and everything else in between. American Forces uh, Radio Network. Shout out the troops. Let's bring in uh, JR and uh, a man who I'm going to say it every time I talk to him, and I say this, and another year passes. And I see he's up uh, for for the Hall of Fame again. I'm not just saying this, but I don't understand how a dude who played 20 years in the National Hockey League uh, has 513 goals, 1,216 points, is not in the Hall of Fame. But Jr., I think it's coming. And I tell you what, if I had a vote, you'd already be in there.
5: Uh, you know, I, I appreciate that very much. It's. Uh very gracious to you, and hopefully it happens someday. But, again, it's, uh, it's one of those things that's worth the wait. So yeah, I really yeah. appreciate that, though, very much. No,
2: and I sincerely mean it. And you know what? You know what it's like. It's a little bit of the old boys club in Toronto, right? So you've played, you know. Yeah, you've waited long enough, in my opinion, I think. I think they're like, they, they're T. Te- Terrell Owings you, but that's another story, chair. I don't want to get you in trouble and make you wait any longer. I brought up earlier, Jr. I think the Toronto Maple Leafs, are in a better spot, as crazy as it sounds, playing on the road than they are at home. They get caught up at home. They, they try to take the body. That's not their game. Too many passes. Too fancy. I, you know, I was trying to explain to people that might not be 100% hockey savvy about how hockey teams can sometimes come together and play that classic road game, Jr. You know, can, can you tell us about what it's like on the road, the attention to detail? And you think it does to help the Leafs tonight playing on the road away from the pressure of Toronto?
5: Well, I, I do. There's no question about it. And you got to take a lot of the dynamics of out uh, in about playing on the road. Number one, you're away from your family, you're away from home, you're away from distractions. It's, you know, you're you're with your roommate, you're constant hockey. It's, it's a way to focus away from whether you have kids or whether, you know, your significant other is, is, you know, chatting about the game or asking you to, you know, honey, do things. And, you know, there's just a lot of distractions when you're at home. And I think – I said after game five, after Toronto played that awesome game in Boston won that game, I said, is Toronto going to be able to go home and play that same style of defense, yeah. you know, chip it in, boring hockey, take the fans out of it, and try not to – entertain the fans because that that's you get caught in that trap at home is trying to play a, a fun, exciting, uh, high tempo game. So I think being in Boston for Toronto, I think is a perfect opportunity for them just to take care of business, but it's going to be a tough task. There's no question about it.
2: They've been down down this road before. Sorry, Joe, I was going to say they've been down this road before Jr. Mm. There, you know, this man, the leaf nation's on edge here. And I don't think they can handle losing to Boston again. I don't think I can handle it. I'm getting tired of Boston winning everything all the time, JR. Like, we got to see them lose.
5: It's it's unbelievable, and I've been saying it for the last couple days. It's the Boston Jinx for Toronto. And you know, after they lost game six, everybody in that town went, how do we get rid of this Boston Bruins team? Here we go again. But, you know, you have to look at a couple different dynamics. First of all, Johnny Tavares has not woken up yet in the series. He's yet to make his impact. Is Game 7, you know, he's getting paid a lot of money. They brought him there for a reason. They brought him there to be an impact player. Is he going to be that guy tonight? They brought over Muzzin to be a big, yeah. strong physical defenseman that clears out the net. Uh, they have, I think, the emergence of Sammy Cap, of uh, I mean, of uh, of of Cap, um, Cap Barry Kapanen this year has, uh, has really helped this team. There's a lot of different dynamics that I think are different than previous years, and if they can put the one game together, I think they get rid of that Boston jinx.
2: Let me ask you Jeremy too. We got three game 7s coming up, right? Which which one surprises you the most here uh that that we're looking at? Bruins, Leafs, Sharks, Knights or or the Caps and and the Hurricanes. So well, I don't think
1: anybody saw it at this point.
5: Yeah, no Caps Hurricanes for sure. And and the Hurricanes have played with so much heart over the last five months four months that and you know you've seen their celebrations and everything that they're doing there uh the way that they're coming together doesn't surprise me but it does surprise me that that the that the caps are having so much difficulty putting them away so and i think by the way i think i think the carolina hurricanes for the majority of this of this series has dominated the series so it's only been spurred by Washington.
2: Yeah, they really, you know, I've noticed the teams that are successful, there's a lot of just great skating teams. This thing that stand out to me with the Islanders that we haven't seen play in forever. So what What was the deal with the goal last night? Like, you know, Ovi, I thought Ovi was going to start knocking referees out like he knocked that kid out last week, uh, last <laughs> night, man. Uh, Jerry, I've been watching hockey a long time, and I know, you know, I, I play as a kid from Montreal, so I, I, I think I've seen a lot. I'm 48. I get it. The referee loses sight of the puck to blow the whistle, but he didn't blow the whistle. And they said, Well, there was yeah. an intention right. to blow the whistle. Have you has that ever happened to you? Have you ever been on the ice and had a gold cancel if oh, yeah. the ref said, I didn't blow the whistle and I wanted to? <laughs>
5: Oh, yeah, 100%. And there's nothing more frustrating as a player. It's hard enough to score goals in this damn league, let alone have rules that allow you not to. Um, And and listen, I understand protecting the goaltenders and they're in their crease and so on and so forth. But if if a goaltender doesn't know where the puck is, really doesn't have it swallowed up, uh, you should be able to go in and grab it and put it in the net. And, you know, that was a tough call for me last night. I understand why. But, you know, for a league that wants more goals and for, you know, exciting, you know, exciting games, um, you know, that puck, I think that puck should have been a free puck. And I'm sure Alex believes that, too. He got thrown out of the game because it was frustrating. But, hey, the league is the league and the rules are the rules.
2: I actually think, and listen, I had money on the game. Um, we're in New York, so I was over at the Fanduel Legal Sportsbook. I had money on the game. And I had Carolina, and I said after, I I, I, I think uh, that was that was a rough, a rough deal. Uh, Right there, but I've also said this, and we see the NBA officials, and we talk about the leagues a lot. I legitimately believe, and I think hockey people sort of take the referees for granted. Look at the clown show in the NHL, Jeremy. Look at the clown show in the NHL. Look at baseball. You got these guys like, you know, the umpire told the player the other day, "I can do whatever I want to do. You're gone." Like you know, just sort of dictators. I think the NHL referees are the best professional referees in a business, and of all professional sports, I really believe 100%. that.
5: Hundred percent, and even though we all get caught up in the complaining about the referees, oh well, that was a terrible call, or how did he miss that, or that was a goal, or that wasn't a goal, we all get caught up in it, right? Because we all we're all fans, we're all have you know different, uh, you know, different aspects that we want. Mm-hmm. Heat of the moment. There's no question, but in a game that is so fast. And so powerful and so much going on. I think our referees in the National Hockey League do an amazing job knowing that there's human error. And, you know, I do wish that there were certain more times that we went to video replay for certain things so we can get it exactly right. But... Um, you know the discrepancy in rules sometimes is, is seen different, but I think our referees are by far the best in in the world. And I hey, listen, I, I don't think you're gonna see something like what happened in football at the end of the year last year, like uh, what happened to Seattle. So it's just one of those things, right? Um, before or New Orleans, it. sorry, New Orleans.
2: Before we get you out of here, um, this this Vegas-Saddles A series, I've almost given up making predictions, dude. Like each game, it's just like, wow, tonight I'm a day late, dollar short. Everyone left San Jose for dead. Oh, here we go again. The Sharks, this is finally it for them. We're going to have to break it up. Martin Jones is terrible. What are they doing leaving him in there? And then the kid stands on his head and gets them to this point. What an up and down, crazy, you know, and you know, you've lived this stuff, man. I know. I remember I was the host of the Canadians post-game show, Jeremy, and, like, each game, man, they, the Habs would win a game, book St. Catherine for the parade. They would lose a game. You know, what What? what uh, garage are they coming out? Let's throw bottles at their car. Yep. Like, just that yep. That up and down, up and down, we're great, we suck. Oh, we're great, we suck. You know the drill <laughs> in the playoffs. That's what it's been like in this Vegas series. After the first game, people in Vegas, yep. they've had a team for one year. They're like, oh, this team's no good this year. And it's been a
5: wild series. This is the one that this was the easiest one to predict out of all of them, that it was going to be a seven game series up and (laughs) down, you know, back and forth physical. If you look at their teams, they are so evenly matched. So like similarly built defensively, offensively, goaltending, obviously the goaltending think, uh, you know, for the most part, Mark Andre Fleury has an edge, but after that performance from Martin Jones, you know, it's, it's now become a game, a seven game series that literally, It's a flip of the coin. And this series at the beginning was a flip of the coin. And it's made it so good. I'm glad it's going seven, only because I picked San Jose in seven. But we'll see what happens. This is going to be a tough game for San Jose tonight. Oh, wow.
2: It is. All right. And what about Jeremy? Unbelievable. (laughs) Unbelievable. Jeremy, you got two teams, hard to believe, that actually won a series already. seems like a month ago. Uh, who does it, I mean, as a player, would you have rather have gone from a seven series, keep playing, or have this kind of long
1: layoff here? Well, You know, who does it benefit?
5: It, you know what, in the first round, it benefits no question the team that gets the rest because you finish a hard-fought season. It's 82 games. You go right into the playoffs. You have so much energy. You're so excited. You exude a lot of energy. And you get the rest now. I think if you're getting ready to go into the quarterfinals, I mean, the semifinals, you know, the conference finals, it's a little hard to, harder to come back. And you don't have as much time, I guess, to prepare. And, you know, to tell you the truth, guys, you're off for eight, seven, eight days. You know, practice can only do so much. Getting back to that pace, yeah. you know, you're... You're eating a little bit more. You do gain a couple pounds. You do feel it in your in your feet and your legs. It's a it's a hard thing to have to overcome. And sometimes you waste a period or two, and sometimes a game to get back into that you know the swing of things. So um, I do like it in the first round, but not not later.
2: Jeremy Ronica with us. So uh, Jr, you in uh, you in studio tonight?
5: I'm actually have the day off. I'm gonna be able to watch it as a as a fan tonight. So I'm uh, I'm I'm on tomorrow for the Washington Carolina game. So. It's my first day off in a in a week. I'm gonna enjoy it and watch some awesome hockey tonight. I I'm can't looking wait. for
2: okay. So we will put you in the hot seat quickly on the way out. Predictions: Toronto or Boston? Who you got?
5: Uh, you know I'm gonna go with the experience of Boston and the home ice advantage. I'm gonna take Boston in overtime. All
2: right. Just mm-hmm. for the record, we got a chat going on. And people, we got uh, guys said, "Thank you, Jeremy, for the great years of hockey you gave us."
5: Uh, they uh, I don't love make that. players thank like so jeremy
2: ronick anymore people are going crazy jr uh, listening mad respect for jr here's a guy mm-hmm. wow jeremy ronick he's cool but isn't he a bit crazy <laughs> yeah. uh,
5: uh, I'm, a, uh, I'm a lot crazy i'm a lot crazy. nine <laughs> cents short of a yeah. dime it's not nine cents short of a dime i call it but i i thank you i thank everybody for those comments i i really truly appreciate and love the fans. so thank you
2: all right last one vegas uh vegas san jose uh tonight
5: no, no way! No way! San Jose wins five and six and goes home and lose seven at home. I I can't see it happening. Uh, mm. This team is playing for number nine. This team is playing for number nineteen. And there's a there's something bigger, I think, for San Jose and something that's a little bit uh, a little bit more personal to this team and that's the win for Jumbo,
2: and uh, wow. that's Joe Thornton. Uh, we're talking mm. about. Uh, he's got a sick ass beard going now. Jr. It's always a pleasure, my man. Enjoy your day off.
5: Thanks for the time. Yeah, you guys can call myself anytime. Don't have to just don't have to call. Just buzz me up. I appreciate that, you got bro. It.
2: Thank you very much.
5: Uh, JR,
2: us, good stuff? Got the free mm. pass. to call JR anytime. I might have to hit him up for some money, actually. Hey,
0: uh, rough day, JR. You know how much money I won using him, Chris Chalios, Eddie
1: Belfer, playing Sega, EA Hockey. <laughs> and I can't even begin to tell you how much money he made me.
2: <laughs> I just love loved JR and those old Lumber. teams. <laughs> I remember he was just so. That's when hockey was hockey. Like the, his oh, press yeah. conferences, dude, when his face was busted up after oh, the game. God. Look at my face. You don't think something happened out there? You don't get a penalty? Like, he's like, you think I did this to myself?
1: Those were
2: my. That's why Jay Hawk didn't get into the Hall of Fame right away. I said yeah. this, like they're TOing him. Of course. It's like, dude, it's been seven years. You notice how he's changed. Jr. used to rip things, and he was controversial. You know, I I didn't even want to put him in in water here, but enough's enough. The guy scored 512 goals. You've got stiffs in this. Come on, man. You're putting, like, chicks from Finland in the Hall of Fame. (laughs) Come on. He's the fourth leading American goal scorer. Do your job Game time decisions ready to major radio. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks Jeremy Roenick. Great interview. Show. Great interview. Uh, pre- appreciate that, Cam. And honestly, I've like, always there's loved the other There's other people in the Hall of Fame. I mean, the guy's got 513 goals, 1,200 points.
0: Look at the air raid that he played in, too, when there was a lot more stick work and things that you couldn't do. Like, it was very, very, you know yeah, it was what I mean? How score at, then? Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Back then, they had when jr played they had a lot of teams playing more traps he was an offensive there was player there were
2: still fighting there were still yeah, fighting was, and it stick was tough, swinging man. and violence yeah like look, yeah. At,
0: look at guys now like the game is be- like the game is faster now i will say that like the athletes now they're superior but the game was tougher back then guys like jr took way more dirty hits that guys got away with back then and the punishment they played hurt a lot more That's the difference. The speed is different now, but the toughness there, and it was very difficult to score, and a lot of teams played traps, especially against his Philadelphia Flyers team, because he was a big, big guy who could do it all. So I have a lot of respect for JR, and you said it, Marenzi, one of the best U.S.-born players ever. It's a no-brainer. He should be in the Hall of Fame. I watch it. You know me. I watch a lot of hockey, probably more than anybody, and that guy dominated games when he played in a very tough era.
2: Well, that's the thing. You, you know, you ask, you, you know, when you, when you talk about a player, whether he's a Hall of Famer or not, was he one of the best players of his era? And he was. And Jeremy Roenick was one of the best players of his era. Yes. Right? He rubbed people in the media the wrong way. Exactly. And you notice he's not as outspoken now. Right? And I think yeah. he's trying to get into the Hall of Fame. He wants to get into the Hall of Fame. But... You know, he was never really—you know—he wasn't a bad guy to the media. He gave great interviews over the years, but for some reason, it's like he pays, he pays a price somehow for being outspoken. Ooh, correct.
0: But they he likes to gonna, shut their mouth. Yeah,
2: he's gonna get in. It's just—you know—all right, whatever. It's been seven years now. He's been eligible. I, I think it's time for him, You know, hundred percent. I don't think he'll get in this year. They'll probably make him wait like ten years. Or 10. Another three years. <laughs>